השיחה on the voice of the cape. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and a good morning. Yes, indeed, our Friday Nasiha, Jumu Mubarak to each and everyone if you have just tuned in. It is indeed an honor to be in the company of Sheikh Fadl Imandin and Sheikh Iskandli, the treasurer of the Muslim Judicial Council as well as the head of the Social Development Department and the current imam at the Harvey Road Masjid. Now, Sheikh is the son of Haji Suleiman and Haji Fawzia Imandin and Sheikh studied at the Ipsa University as well as completed Sheikh Schiffs and the tutorship of Sheikh Abdurrahman. Sali. Sheikh is also affiliated to the um, Muslim Judicial Council for the past seven years and um, married with, to Majda, who is our early morning presenter, mashallah, and have four beautiful boys, mashallah. Sheikh, assalamu alaikum and a warm welcome. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh. Before I introduce the topic, Sheikh, if I just may and not, um, you know, um, should we say earn your anger, I would love to say, you know, to our listeners, um, it humbled me and I feel honored, um, you know, by all the messages that streamed in yesterday for my birthday and I ask Allah to grant you likewise all those wishes that you have wished for me subhanallah and um, make dua that I will always be in your service for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala inshallah and so we come back to our nasiha program and that is speaking about the importance of anger management even and if I must just add here sheikh we speak about anger management and just coming you know from the month of Ramadan which was such a it is such a sacred month and we've learned so many new things of how to contain our anger and and, and you know be more conscious of our character and especially you know um, of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as well that consciousness that we always had you know remembering that I'm fasting so you know I can't do this and I can't do that and 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 you know just containing oneself all the time subhanallah so this is one of the very great traits or you know um, should we say learning curves indeed of the month of Ramadan as well Alhamdulillah yes indeed and Aisha Inshallah. So inshallah a'udhu billahi minash shaitanir rajeem bismillahir rahmanir rahim alhamdulillah nahmaduhu wa nusalli ala muhammad wa ala alihi allahumma rabbi shrah li sadri wa yassir li amri wahlul 'uqdatam min lisani yafqahu qawli wa ba'd assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh All praise and thanks is due to Allah and may the peace and blessings be bestowed upon our beloved Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alaihi wasallam his family his friends his companions and all those who follow them in righteousness amin thumma amin yes As Auntie Adela had rightfully said to us, we had just recently exited the Mubarak month of Ramadan, a month Jama'atul Muslimin, where Allah Ta'ala had ordered us to fast and attain taqwa. But this is not only a month for us to attain taqwa because Allah Ta'ala is not for one second or one moment telling us that we did not have taqwa before the month of Ramadan. So the month of Ramadan had come about and had shown us how to elevate in this uh, quality of taqwa, in the quality of iman, in our belief that we have in Allah. In fact, the month of Ramadan is the madrasa to taqwa, is the school of those who want to be God conscious, who want to always be in the remembrance of Allah. And one of the beautiful lessons of the month of Ramadan is self-control and under that in the one hadith of Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he says that if any person comes and wants to provoke you in any way wants to make a khaskalari a skandal, wants to pick a fight with you, you say to that person inni sa'im, I'm a person that is fasting, so this is a way of self-control, teaching us self-control so outside the month of Ramadan I'm not fasting, so in the month of Ramadan say us for iman buttas is khalakakik puasa outside the month of Ramadan and say what for the koik puasa ni miyani buta so we lose our iman outside the month of Ramadan, no the month of Ramadan, the stain 
of the teachings of the month of Ramadan should stay with us. And outside the month of Ramadan, we say, Buddha, I'm a Muslim. I'm guided by the laws of Allah. I have no time for this frivolous uh, anger and this frivolous fighting and whatever the case may be. So anger management, Jamaatul Muslimin, is part and parcel of being a Muslim, being a person who has taqwa. Now, in order to understand what anger is and how to manage it, we need to first understand anger in itself. And anger is a natural emotion that each and every one of us, we possess it. It is created in a fight or flight situation by the mind as well as the body. So when, you ha- us, when a person is threatened in any way, the mind generates this defense mechanism that is anger. And the fear that is generated is part of the flight response as where anger is the emotional energy you generate for the fight against the perceived threat that you are facing. So it can be confusing at times when the mind cannot separate fear from anger and we, it, it becomes confusing in how to deal with this emotion. So emotions like anger is natural and it is real. So Islam is not at any time saying that emotions such as anger is haram. It is going to be silly to make a statement like that. But Jamaatul Muslim Islam is teaching us that controlling anger is important even in the threat is imagined in the mind and you create it to be how powerful your control should be more powerful over this emotion than anything else the reason you generate anger isn't always real and that is what you need to separate when the mind and the body comes into play and if you aren't aware of what the mind generates and the mind imagines and what is real and unreal and then it is going to be difficult for us to manage our emotions and manage our anger. Yes, Jamaatul Muslimin, again, we remind ourselves we are emotional beings. Anger is not the only emotion that we feel. Love is emotion, hurt is emotions, not physical hurt, emotional hurts. These are all types of emotions. But these emotions Allah Ta'ala had created with, uh, for us with. And these are the emotions that either makes a weak person or a strong person. Anger is rational. Anger is a natural emotion response designed to protect us from any danger. But what danger that is need to be declarified by the person who is feeling the emotion itself. It is part of our instructional system for protection and preservation of ourselves and those around us. Problems are created when we do not have the awareness and the willpower to f- to refrain from outbursts and anger. These reactions and consequences often distract us from the root cause that is the problem. For example, if you accidentally burn yourself at the stove, the pain is still there, but the stove is no longer there. The, the, the stove has disappeared so the cause of the pain is gone but the pain is still visible so now that is how how anger is so the touching of the stone is the cause of the pain but the pain won't go away because the stove is not visible anymore so the same is true for the emotions such as anger you may not want to stop your anger but anger is the reaction to something else or someone else anger is the natural and emotional reaction to what the mind has imagined what we are doing and what we are supposed to do so the way one of the ways that we overcome anger is to change how the mind imagines stories happening around us and the reality of things that had happened one of the uh, uh, the, the sons of islam the son-in-law of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam said 
and this is a beautiful story wallahi jamaatul muslimin how this person had controlled his anger for the sake of allah and how he lived his life for the sake of Allah. And this is, if we could just pause here for one moment, one second, and understand that we are Muslim. And this is something that we need to realize. Islam is not forced upon anyone. The laws of Islam is not forced upon anyone. But we have made the conscious decision to follow this deen of Allah. لا يكلف الله نفسا إلا هو الله تعالى plays no burden upon us that we cannot be and our emotions is not a burden and it shouldn't be seemed like a burden why we saying this is because sometimes you find somebody is angry and we're living in a very angry time everybody so serious everybody doesn't know how to control themselves we become angry because of the littlest things. Wallahi, the littlest things. You know, there's maybe just a pin missing from our scarves and Rakos mal because medukazi rechastiki. You know, we might just have done something wrong and Imam batches one haraf wrong in an ayat by mistake. We become defensive, we become angry. It is almost like everybody else is imperfect and I'm the only person that is perfect in this deen of Islam. Allah Ta'ala gives us avenues. Allah Ta'ala teaches us how to deal with our emotions. In fact, this emotion of anger is so so real, Jamaatul Muslimin. It is, we can say that it is the cause of the first sin that was created on this dunya. When Allah Ta'ala created Nabi Adam alayhi salatu wasalam and he ordered the malaika to make sujood to Nabi Adam alayhi salatu wasalam and the jinn by the name of Iblis, he was in the company and he refused to make sujood. Why? Because he was arrogant. But what was the cause of his arrogance? It was his anger. minhu. He says to Allah Jalla wa'ala, I am better than him. So his anger comes out before his arrogance. He became, he became angry to Allah. Billahi min dalik. May Allah Ta'ala always protect us. But he became angry towards Allah. And he says, Ya Allah, anna khayru minhu. Ikasmus bitter as woman. No And this is the time, Jamaatul Muslimin, when we cannot control our emotions that to see Wallahi jama'atul muslimin You cannot lose your iman You cannot lose your belief in Allah That will always be there Is how we control our belief in Allah How near and dear we are to Allah How close we are to Allah So Ali karam Allah waj they were on the battlefield and the battle was fierce, Jamaatul Muslimin. And he was facing one of the non-believers, the leaders of the army, the non-believers, the non-Muslims army. And they were in a furious battle. It was going to and fro, doing fro. During the confrontation, Ali Karam Allah, may Allah Ta'ala always be pleased with him. He managed to overcome his, his, his opponent. And he was battling him and he came and as he was to... Strike the final blow on his opponent, the opponent spat in his face. And he let go of his sword and he walked away from his opponent. His opponent was a bit worried, why didn't you finish me off? And he went to ask Sayyidina Ali radiallahu an, you had me where you needed me. So why didn't you finish me off? It all it cost you only one blow. And Sayyidina Ali said, you know, this battle that I am fighting, I'm fighting for the cause of Allah. This battle that I'm fighting is for Islam, it is not for myself. This battle that I'm fighting is against my own nafs and not against you. There is nothing personal between the two of us. But when you spat in my face, it became personal. So by me not giving you that, taking that final blow, it wouldn't have been to please Allah. It would have been to please my own nafs. And that is the reason why I wish not to finish you off at that time. Because he understood that he could control and separate his anger 
from his deen. He could separate his anger from himself. So here we ask ourselves the questions. When we become, and often or not, we are more on the defensive than the offensive. We are always defending. Why do we become angry? Because we defend ourselves continuously and we need and we feel the need to always be defending, defending, defending. Instead of sometimes just accepting. Even if someone is wrong, even if they come to us and say, you know, and most times some people come to us and you say, you know what, Fadil, there's something that you did wrong, man. Who can they say it for Kedun? We don't even know what the person is going to say to us, what the person maybe saw, what we maybe did, but already we're on the defensive. How can you say I did something wrong instead of hearing, oh, okay, maybe it is true, and maybe that is an emotion that I need to change. We can't see ourselves. We never see ourselves. We never even look ourselves. How often Jamaatul Muslimin and our beloved listeners, do we take time just to check ourselves? I know for myself, I'm maybe not the best of people to sit here and speak about anger because we all have our shortcomings. Sometimes, you know, we're driving down the road and somebody bursts in, in front of us and oskel in oskel, die persoon is al bere, hy sal hy drink a lekker kopie toe, maar oskel nog altyd net oos is nog altyd kwaad vir wat hy gedoen het. So what is the use of anger? We're not saying don't become angry. angry. Anger is part of who we are. And there's sometimes that we need to become angry. But there's sometimes where we don't need to. And when we are angry, how do we represent that anger that we feel? That is important. Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Before we just go on to that saying, inshallah, Fiyakhi Mandin, I think we see that we take our ads for now, inshallah, our listeners to stay tuned. Indeed, it's amazing that, you know, um, I think, you know, when you get up in the morning, you should also ask yourself what type of day it is that I would love to spend today, inshallah. And who knows, you might not become angry if you, you know, if you consciously say, I don't want to get angry today. But let's first go for ads. <laughs> Friday Nasicha on the Voice of the Cape. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa and a warm welcome and indeed at Jumma Mubarak if you have just tuned in as I mentioned earlier we have the eminent Sheikh Fadli Mandin in studio with us who is also the head of the um, social development department at the Muslim Judicial Council as well as the treasurer and the current imam at the Harvey Road Masjid and Sheikh's topic this morning is anger management and I think how beautiful Sheikh mentioned the example of Ali Radio and um, when he did not um, hit the man um, you know to, to rather slay him but rather you know, turned away, subhanAllah, it's such a beautiful story, Allah, um, Allah. looking at, you know, the cause of Allah is so much bigger than what we are, for subhanAllah. Sure, for sure, alhamdulillah, bismillah rahman rahim alhamdulillah. Yes, Jamaatul Muslimin, beautiful again, the deen of Islam is very beautiful. And the Prophet wasallam, he once sat with his companions, radiallahu anhum, and he asked the companions, whom amongst you do you consider the strongest of men? And many of the companions said that this is so-and-so is the strongest person, this so-and-so is the strongest person because they are the ones that always wins in the wrestling contests. And then Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam beautifully replied, لَيْسَ شَدِيدُ بِسُرْعَتَهِ إِنَّمَا شَدِيدُ الَّذِي يَمْلِكُ لَهُ عِنْدَ الْغَضَبِ Allah, Allah. You know that there is, Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, no. The strong person is not the best of wrestlers. The strongest person is not the one that is sitting with a, you know, with a, with the biggest muscles. And yeah, we want to add the strongest person is not the one with the biggest mouth. The strongest person is one who can control him or herself when they are at the time when they find themselves in the time of anger. Allahu Akbar. So here we understand from Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam that controlling 
Anger is a sign of righteousness. A righteous person is promised paradise, Jannah. And one of the characteristics of a righteous person is being able to control ourselves in anger. Again, we remind our beautiful listeners that Allah Jalla wa'ala had, had ordained for us the month of Ramadan as a month of taqwa. And Allah Ta'ala speaks about the muttaqin. وَسَارِعُوا إِلَى مَغْفِرَةٍ مِّ رَبِّكُمْ وَجَنَّةٍ عَرْضُهَا السَّمَاوَاتُ وَالْأَرْضُ عِدَّةٍ لِلْمُتَّقِينَ Allah Ta'ala says, hasten forth, go forth, run towards the forgiveness of Allah who had created paradise, Jannah, as wide as the heavens and the earth combined for those who are pious, for those who have taqwa. And Allah Ta'ala in the next ayah, this is in Surah Ali Imran, verse 133 and 134, Allah Ta'ala in the next ayat explains who is the people of taqwa. He says, الَّذِينَ يُنْفِقُونَ فِي الصَّضَاءِ وَالضَّرَّةِ وَالْكَاظِمِينَ الْغَيْضُ وَالْعَافِينَ عَنِ النَّاسِ وَاللَّهُ يُحِبُّ الْمُسِّنِينَ Allah Ta'ala says the people of taqwa are those people who spend in the path of Allah when they have and when they do not have. But the path of the, the, the part that we want to hear from this ayat that is specific to this topic today, وَالْكَاظِمِينَ الْغَيْضُ Allah Ta'ala says that the people of taqwa are those people who can suppress or repress the anger. Not suppress it, repress the anger. Now, Jamaatul Muslimin, we now we suppress our anger, we suppress our anger, and we just let things slide, we just let things slide, and then what happens? Susu's amal can borrow bus, and then everything is outside without control. But if we repress our anger and we bring it forward in the way that we need to, that is important to do, then what happens? We open the, the, the bottle and it, the release is slow but gentle. Allahu Akbar. Again, this is what the deen of Islam, these are the people of taqwa. And Allah Ta'ala says, Wallahu yuhibbul muhsineen. Allah Ta'ala loves those who are good doers. Now anger, Jamaatul Muslimin, is retaliation in any sort that is not in favor of the deen of Islam. In any way. When a person fights another person physically, it is in anger that you fight. Allah Ta'ala says, this is not of the believers. A person who retaliates and it is not of the deen of Islam, Allah Ta'ala says, this, is not, this person is not of the deen of Islam. Imagine Jama'atul Muslimin, one said, Abu Bakr, our Khalifa, the true Khalifa of Islam, the first Khalifa of Islam, Abu Bakr as-Siddiq radiallahu was sitting with the, with the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and a man came in and he started slandering Sayyidina Abu Bakr. He started belittling Sayyidina Abu Bakr. He started abusing Sayyidina Abu Bakr. And Sayyidina Abu Bakr was sitting quietly and just listening to this person. And while all of this was happening, Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam made a smile on his face and was almost like nodding his head, but with a smile on his face. But Sayyidina Abu Bakr he became angry after a while and he stood up and he retaliated against this person. And Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, the smile left the face of Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And he left the side of Sayyidina Abu Bakr. Sayyidina Abu Bakr then, he went to Rasulullah and says, Ya Rasulullah, when this person was abusing me, he was belittling me, he was, you know, it may, it may fell from me, you sat and you smiled almost like you were enjoying what this person was saying. But when I stood up and I retaliated and I defended myself, it is almost as if you became cross with me and you walked away from my side. And Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam replied to Sayyidina Abu Bakr and says, Ya Abu Bakr, while this person was belittling you and abusing you and whatever he was doing towards you, and you did not, you could control your anger, Allah Ta'ala was pleased with you. But when 
you retaliated because of your anger shaitan became pleased of you and i will not you will not find me rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam in the company of shaitan and this is why rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam says reported to us by ibn umar radiyallahu an ma tajarra'a abdun min jar'atin afdala ajran min jar'ati ghaydhika dhamahabti ghaa wajhillah there is not a dose of anything that a servant of Allah Ta'ala takes which is better than the dose of control of rage that he feels. When he does, he does it seeking the face of Allah. Now, ya Jamaatul Muslimin, there's many things that we can say about anyone. You know, we can slander any person. We can slander any organization. We can slander any whatever we want to do. Whatever we can slander and we can do what we want to. With what intention? With what intention do we do it? And when we do it, with what emotion do we do it? You know, there's times that as an imam of the masjid, you know, you sometimes do something wrong, but someone comes to you and says, you know, imam, what you did now, that wasn't right. And he approaches the imam gently and says to the imam, and the imam accepts, you know, that is at the way I was fault. For example, Jamaatul Muslimin, I take a personal example from myself, something that happened last week in Jumu'ah. I made a statement to say that our Iman does not, le- does not live in our beards. Meaning my, my intention or the, 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 the subject that I wanted to bring across is that it doesn't mean that you see a person with the longest beard that that is the best Muslim possible. That is not the intention. I'm saying that your iman is not in the beard. So if you find someone that doesn't have a beard, he could possibly be a better Muslim than one I am. But a person came to me after Jumai and he said, Sheikh, you know what? It wasn't appropriate to make a statement like that because the beard is the sunnah of Rasulullah. Yes, yes. And we need to encourage people. So I understood it. But imagine that person, Jamaatul Muslimin, had to stand up in the, in the Jamaat, in the place, or go on Facebook, or go on Twitter, or go on the radio, and you say, no, that Sheikh Fadli Mandin, is a fakira man, man, he makes some fakira statements from the member. I see a man's money, a bad rani. So the, the story changed, must know. So how we control and what is the intention of doing something? You find something wrong with, with an organization, you go to the organization, you say, that is what you're doing is wrong. How can I assist you in that? Don't make statements about the masjid. Don't make statements about the imam. Don't make statements about the organization. Because then we need to check what our intentions are. Are we seeking the face and the pleasure of Allah? Or are we seeking the pleasure of ourselves? So anger is a natural human emotion and we don't discard that for one moment, for one second. Sheikh, can I just ask the question you're mentioning, you know, you know, somebody approaching and saying that that is wrong. Is it not, um, you know, only appropriate to ask what has been meant by the statement that you have made um, we're not we're not dwelling on but generally um, to see you know your perspective and then sometimes you know it might sound um, um, ambiguous yeah. you know so just to 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 um, clarify or rectify and um, first clarify yes. before you think that you're the right person and the statement was wrong because yeah. th- there was great um, uh, should we say wait in what you had said as well yeah. no, alhamdulillah I understood the brother that came to me as well you know just saying that the, the beard yes. is a sunnah and that Indeed, is but the, 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 the statement wasn't to neglect the sunnah Indeed. and this is what the brother also understood he yes. came to me you know Sheikh I understand what you tried to say yes. but maybe somebody else Must could perceive it better yes. or m- misinterpret it yes. so yes there is hikmah in how we approach and, and that is control of emotion because wallahi this person that came to me 
his beard was mashallah and you could see that this person is a person that you know he has he has the pleasure of allah first and foremost on his mind and we see that in one another and that is how we need to see one another mm-hmm. and when we become angry with one another then we don't see good and like the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam a man came past and he says ya rasulullah you're the most beautiful person i've ever seen and the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam just smiled and another person came back an unbeliever a disbeliever came past rasulullah and says ya rasulullah you're the most ugliest person that i've ever seen and the prophet just smiled and you know didn't retaliate and the sahaba asked the prophet ya rasulullah when someone came to you and says you're the most beautiful you, you just smiled in the same vein someone and the person said no how that person sees me is who that person is so it's a reflection المؤمن مرأة المؤمن رسول صلى الله عليه وسلم says that a believer is a mirror to another believer. So how we see one another is who we are. Many a times, you know, when we when we become angry at someone and we uh, <coughs> we accuse somebody from of doing something, most often if we are honest with ourselves, the accusation that we are making against somebody else is who we are. You know, so a, a wife uh, or a husband accusing a wife of of, of sleeping around. And if you go into the, the 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 details of it, then the husband is being, uh, you know, unfaithful to the wife, or vice versa. So how we see one another is who we are, and this is part of our emotions. This is part of how we deal with life, and this is part of who we are. And that is why Jamaatul Muslimin, it is of utmost importance that we know and control our emotions and not let our emotions control us because that is something that can be very difficult and for ourselves almost like we cannot we not when in anger we almost you know when we again make the statement or say man follower it was almost like an out of body i was watching myself being angry because that is not who you are it's not supposed to be who you are and you allow also your anger to control you you're sitting in a gathering alhamdulillah and you go happy go lucky and you're laughing and you're smiling and there you hear somebody's voice that you don't like and anger comes oh, and immediately you feel your blood boiling and your hair raising because the voice of that person brings that anger so you're allowing somebody else to control your life so you're not in control if you're not in control of your emotions you're not in control of yourself and this is why it is important that islam teaches us to be control in control of ourselves that again we must stress that islam is not at any way saying that it is haram to become angry yes it is part of us but we need to control ourselves when we do become angry so inshallah, inshallah. Yeah, um, just before we go for our ad break um, and i love the fact that you've mentioned you know um signs of getting angry your blood boiling your, your, yeah. your hair yeah. racing and things like that so these are feelings you know that that you that you you experience when when feeling angry yeah. but just like you mentioned you're suppressing or repressing that is what the choice that you need to make how you're going to control that anger. yes for sure for inshallah. sure inshallah. So let's go for ad break <coughs> when we come back inshallah we continue with uh, sheikh fadli mandin stay tuned Friday Nasikha on The Voice of the Cape. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And indeed, once again, a warm welcome to our Nasikha program. And as mentioned before, Jamal Mubarak to each one. And we have um, Sheikh Fadli Mandin in studio with us, uh, you know, one of the, um, should we say, heads of the Social Development Department of the Muslim Judicial Council as well as the Treasurer. Sheikh? Now, alhamdulillah. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. So, yes, we're speaking about, Auntie Aisha, we're speaking about anger management and anger in general. So, when a person becomes angry, whether it is a result of provocation or not, or however, 
whatever, whatever the result is for the person becoming angry, he or she has the choice on how they want to re- control themselves and respond to the situation. And that is important. You know, sometimes in anger, when we become angry, we're not able to respond because we're not being ourselves. We're not in control of ourselves. But once we can take control of the situation, we are now governed by the Quran and the Sunnah on how to deal with the matter. And in this era, this time that we are living in, it appears that Islam in itself is being denigrated all over the globe by many Muslims who are allowing the anger to overcome and get the better of them. Yes, it hurts our, It hurts to have our religion uh, displayed in such a manner that it is not. And yeah, we will be, and I will be brave enough to, 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 to be specific about it. You know, the likes of ISIS and Boko Haram and all these Daesh, they are not part of Islam. But it is not. What is it going to do for us to become angry towards them? What we need to do is how we're going to repress our anger, how we're going to control the situation that is making us angry. And the simple is easy. We follow the guidance of Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam when it was asked of Sayyidina Aisha, and this is not something that is new. ISIS, Daesh, Boko Haram, it is not something new that, is, uh, that was invented in the deen of Islam, that was brought to our shores. It was found in the time of Rasulullah, who was Quraysh. Who were the, 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 the disbelievers in that time? Were they representing Islam as it should be? They were, who are the munafiqun? Allah speaks about it. How do we address them? It was asked of Sayyidina Aisha, what was, how did, how did Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam deal with things? What was the character of Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam? Kana khulukuhu al-Quran. The character of Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam was the Quran. So our opposition to parties like these is to portray true Islam, to be true ambassadors of the deen of Islam. And Islam Jamaatul Muslimin was not a deen that was spread by the sword. Islam Jamaatul Muslimin is a deen that was spread by the character of Muslims. Islam Jamaatul Muslimin in our own city. Cape Town here in South Africa, it was nobody came here, no army of Islam came here to, to, to bring Islam. It was brought to the character of Imam Yusuf. That is Islam and that is how we... This anger that we find towards these people, this is how we bring it. Anger is able to destroy lives, relationships. It can destroy everything. Rasul called it a hot coal in the heart of the descendants, the, the children of Nabi Adam. This coal that is always burning and it disintegrates everything around us. But we mustn't fool ourselves again that there is no foolproof way of completely eliminating anger from ourselves. We become angry naturally. This is who we are. Islam gives us examples of how to control our anger. And this again is the beauty of Islam. Allah Ta'ala and Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam through His Sunnah does not just say, you know, don't become angry. And it doesn't give us a way on how to control our anger. It gives us that as well. So it gives us the situation and it gives us the solution as well. So the Prophet ﷺ says that if ever anyone suppresses his or her anger when they are in the position to vent it, Allah Ta'ala will call him on the day of Qiyamah and ask him to choose from any of the rewards that Allah Ta'ala had prepared for the believers. And this is... You know, this is ultimately, we, we believe in the reward. We don't live for reward, but we believe in the reward of Allah. So this we need to consciously remind ourselves. A person, imagine something, someone just suppressing the anger, being able to control the anger. Allah Ta'ala is saying for this person on the day of Qiyamah, Allah Ta'ala will ask him, choose whatever you want from what I have prepared in my paradise for you. 
Here again, Allah Taala is. We can we can marry it with the ayat in Ali Imran where Allah Taala says, "Wa'idat lil muttaqin that the Jannah Allah Taala prepared for those who are conscious." Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi a man came to Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi and says, "Ya Rasulullah, give me some advice. Teach me something, but teach me something that does not make anything difficult for me and is easy to remember." And Rasulullah Sallallahu simply replied, "La taghdab, do not become angry." And this person couldn't really understand this statement at the time. Imagine you go to any person, you go to a psychiatrist, you pay 5,000 rand for one hour. You say, you know, all these things are going through my mind. How do I just live my life? And he says to you, don't become angry. At that statement alone, <laughs> there's no need for your five days in a run, but you just give me that. But if we understand this meaning of don't become angry, anger is the root of all evil. Anger is the root of all our communities being in the situation that it is. Anger is the root and the cause of marriages being broken. Anger is the root and the cause of families not speaking to one another. Anger is the cause of communities going to two, three different masjids because... So what is the benefits of anger? You know, لا تقضب رسول صلى الله عليه وسلم says, do not become angry. If you are able to control your anger, you won't need to suffer the consequences of your anger. And it is only after we become angry that we realize, Ya Allah, vatitikhasi, Ya Allah, vatitikhadun, Ya Allah, kick my situation, no, and it is be all because of words and actions that came from me, but obviously was not of me. Further to that, the traditions, the sunnah of Rasul that we are able to find instances of how to behave when becoming angry. angry. Rasul says, if one of you becomes angry while he is sitting, while he is standing, he should sit. And he finds himself becoming angry while he is, uh, is, is sitting, then let him lay down. Now what is the, the, the advice here? You are in control of yourself. Imagine if you find yourself in a position where you are so angry that you find it is out of body, but you are able to sit. It shows that you are still in control of your body. You are still in control of your mind. If you're sitting and you become angry and you lay down, it shows that you are still in, in, in control of everything that is that is going on around you. In another instance, Rasulullah says, anger comes from shaitan, it comes from nobody else. Shaitan was created from fire, and how is fire extinguished? It is extinguished by water. So if you become angry, drink a glass of water, and drink, or, or take a darum, when you know you're so nervous, and what is the first thing everybody offers? You know, it is to calm you down. But it is not the sugar, <laughs> it is the water that calms you down. Some fun also, if we become so angry, uh, drinking a glass of water, Water is not going to help, or you know, just to douse us. And just look at the beauty of Islam here. Today we have water therapy. You know, people yes. are coming up and you pay hundreds of rand and you go under this blanket, this plastic blanket, and it's just water that flows. And you just listen to the water. Calming sound. Calming sound of the water and the calming effect that the water has on the mind and the body of the person that is laying under the water. Ya Rasulullah had given this advice to us for free of charge over 1400 years ago. If we follow the true Quran and the Sunnah of Rasul So in addition to this, the Prophet suggested that when a person, when, an, when angry a believer could try other methods to rid himself from the influences of shaitan. You know, we, we sometimes and often, I speak to myself, we forget to say a'udhu billahi min ash-shaytan rajim. Something that is so simple. A'udhu billahi min ash-shaytan rajim. We ask Allah Ta'ala to save us from the cursed shaytan. You know his waswasa, his whispers, these things that he, he, he places into our minds. Sometimes, you know, anger 
comes from a cause that is an unknown to us. It is unknown to us. We just see someone in a distance speaking to a friend of ours. Hulle skinne net van my man. You know, hulle twee, hulle maak my nou kwaad. You don't know what they're speaking. The person is maybe asking for directions to a shopping mall or to the nearest garage. But instantly our mind says, nee, hulle praat van, hulle skinne nou van my nou. Nou raak ons maar kwaad. En ons gaat sê nou so maar vir hulle wat is op my mind. Because ek het moes hier recht om te sê. No, that is not controlling your anger. You need to control your anger and understand that words that comes from your lips, it is words that affect the heart and the soul. They said the control of the tongue. The tongue is worse than a sword because the the, the, the cut of a sword can heal. But the cut of a tongue always leaves a, a mark and a wound on the heart. So Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam reminds us when we become angry, say, A'udhu Billahi Mina Shaitan Rajim. Why? Because now we're entrusting ourselves to Allah and we're remembering Allah at the time. So when you say you lose your Iman, bring your Iman back by A'udhu Billahi. Who are you asking? Allah. You're asking Allah, I seek refuge in you, Allah. From who? From Shaitan. So you're remembering Allah. You are conscious of Allah, you're still intact, your iman is still intact at that time. Imam Ahmad recorded the Prophet wasalam also advising us that if any of you becomes angry, keep quiet. Allahu Akbar. You know, you become angry, keep quiet, don't say anything. And again, we remind ourselves, us is a means of altit itse. And us will altit last sesi. And because of this, things just get blown out of proportion and ask any person what was the cause of the argument you can't remember all we remember is quiet for him you go into families that is not speaking to each other for 20 years 30 years what happened so the deed is forgotten action is forgotten the saying is forgotten but that anger still stays behind. Again, the, the effect of the burning your hand on the stove is visible on your hand, but the problem is not being sorted. You know, so we need to learn from our actions. We need to understand, you know, where it comes from and what we are doing. So keeping quiet is part of Iman. If you don't have something good to say, Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says, then keep quiet. So in anger, if you don't, if you understand that you're going to retaliate and your retaliation is going to be the cause of destruction, Keep quiet, don't say anything. Rather, the next day, when everything is calmed down, you go back to your wife, you go back to your husband, or say man or man in fro, because Allah is Mr. Mensa, what's up, I can scale some So you go back the next day and you say, you know what, what you said yesterday, okay, I accept it. Or you go back the next day, you know what, after hearing what you had said yesterday, I don't agree. So let us now sit and us amal khurut mensa. As big people and try and sort the thing out. So there is solutions to anger. There is solutions to our situations. There is solutions to how we go out through. Again, we remind ourselves. Those who suppress their anger, those are true followers of the deen of Islam. Subhanallah. I'm sure on that note, just before we take leave from you, we must say a big shukran and just to our listeners um, to share what happens at the social department of the Muslim Judicial Council. There's definitely counseling, marital counseling also, Sheikh. Let's just add a little bit more of the things that you do. Now, alhamdulillah, at, a, at a, the social development department, we have a great team of men and ladies, Imam Mustafa Ahmad, Imam Abdul Mu'ti Saban, Mulana Yazid Khamildin, Sister Weda Ali, you know, Sister Zubaida Ahmad, Shah, 
Shamila Israel, Shamila Francis and Zarina Kolbe and uh, Sister Mariam. These are all, the, this is the team that makes it up and they are a great team to work with, Alhamdulillah. And the services is brilliant. We offer family counseling, we offer children counseling, trauma counseling, rape counseling. We offer almost all forms. The only form of counseling that we don't really go into 100% is drug counseling because that is a specific format of counseling, but we do offer assistance in that. Alhamdulillah. So yes, that is that is what we do at the office. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. We say big shukran to Sheikh um, Fadli Mandin for being in studio with us this morning. And indeed, a big shukran. Allah grant your parents, Haji Sulaiman and Haja uh, Fawzia, a long umr, inshallah, for such great sons, you know, Amen. takes their time to serve in the path of Allah and uh, to educate us as a community. Community, Alhamdulillah. Shukurullah. All the success, inshallah. Assalamualaikum to you. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Friday Nasikha on The Voice of the Cape.